What up, podcast? I hope that the traffic clears for you soon, because I know so many of you listen in the car. I know I do, and I get stuck in traffic all the time. Sometimes I'm spending two and a half hours in the car on the way home. So the podcast is my is my way of learning. Uh, so I've got a lot of love for the podcast, and that's why I'm trying to uh, record some more specific intros for you, rather than just stripping the video content. I hope you enjoy. In this episode, I tell you what conveyances smell like. Here we go. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Real Estate TV. I'm very excited to bring you today's episode. In the episode, we're going to be discussing a question that a lot of my clients bring up, uh, and it is, what is a conveyancer? What do they do? Who are they? What do they smell like? We're gonna get into all the details, and I can tell you straight off the bat, the smell varies. Um, But what a conveyancer is, is they are a solicitor that specializes in property. Um, So they help you facilitate the entire real estate transaction um, from contract right through to settlement day. Um, So, Uh, The first thing I see most conveyances do is read the contract. Um, Now that is totally up to you. Um, If you feel confident uh, in your ability to read the contract and understand legal jargon, save yourself the reading fee, um, which some conveyances charge and some don't. Uh, It can be $100 or $200 or whatever the conveyance charges, um, but save yourself the reading fee. Um, Well, you can save yourself the reading fee, should I say, uh, and read it yourself, or you can get them to do it for you. And what they do is they scan through the contract and make sure that there's nothing in there scary. No use of the word kneecaps. Some of you will get that and some of you will not. Um, But the, um, the, yeah, so that's what they do. And then they sit down and give you some advice based on what they've read. And they just cover you essentially. Make sure that the agreement that you're entering into with your vendor is a sound one rather than a sketchy one. Um, Then the next thing that a conveyancer will do is continue the communication, uh, relaying the communication to you from the uh, vendor or the vendor solicitor uh, throughout the entire settlement process. So if if you're buying a townhouse off the plan, let's say, um, and there is no, delay, in, delay instructions don't come from, the delay instructions typically come from the sales team or the uh, or the vendor themselves. They rarely come from the solicitor. Um, notification settlement, that's what comes through. Um, and any any contract information. So if you, if you buy and then you decide that you wanna change the oven from a 600 mil oven to a 900 mil oven, you got an 18 month period, you're probably sitting there thinking about it and you change your mind. What you do is you get your solicitor to write to the vendor's legal team to find out if it's still a possibility. If they say yes, a PCI or post con, PCA should I say, post, yeah, post contract amendment, sorry, lost my train of thought there for a second, will be issued and basically what you do is it's a little form that says, I'm changing my mind, I'm signing it off. The, uh, the vendor, uh, so your conveyancer handles that um, that conversation um, and the negotiation process behind that. Um, so that's another big role uh, of a conveyancer. And then the third thing that they do, obviously, is facilitate settlement. Um, so on settlement day, a whole bunch of stuff goes down. People meet in the city with checks, and they exchange checks and sign forms and paperwork. 
that is the point at which it is imperative that you have a conveyancer. I think legally you can actually turn up on settlement day and my old man and I have discussed one day going to a settlement and, and one of our settlements and watching it happen. We just have never had the time, but I think it would be quite interesting to go and watch, definitely. Um, but that's, that's the point at which you absolutely need a conveyancer. Um, you're just gonna get caught out if you don't. Um, they usually charge anywhere from 750 to I've seen 1400 bucks. Um, and the discrepancy in price is probably based on the quality. Not always, but do what you do um, whenever you pick anything. It's the same as if you were gonna try out a new burger restaurant, Google it and read Google reviews. Find out who's good. Um, it's gonna be different uh, based in your town. If you're in the southeast, you feel free to message uh, me. Message me, I was gonna say reach out and message me. Feel free to message me and I'll message you back um, and I'll let you know uh, a couple of guys I've worked with in the past who I think are quite good, uh, who I've used personally um, and we can go from there. But that is the role of a conveyancer. A lot of people ask me, can I save costs? Can I save a thousand bucks and not get a conveyancer. To be honest with you, you can do what I did. I put the conveyancer fees on the mortgage uh, just because I didn't really want $1,200 disappearing from my bank account. I'd rather watch them be on a mortgage um, because well, let's take out interest because I don't know how to work that out that quickly. 1200 bucks divided by 30 years in a loan. It's 40 bucks a year. It's 52 weeks in a year. It's 76 cents a week. So it's nothing over the life of a mortgage. Call it interest a dollar a week um, rather than watching $1,200 disappear. So just, uh, I think it's worth getting your conveyance on board at the front end. Comes back to building your team, which is an entire episode I did. It would have been episode four or something like that. Sit down and build your team properly at the front end. Get a good start. Um, and then I reckon the entire process will just go a lot smoother. So that's the role of a conveyancer, um, and that is pretty much it. It's a smaller episode, as I said, at the top of the show. Well, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for watching or listening if you're on the podcast. And if you are watching and you'd like to swap over the podcast, the link is down below in the comments. And speaking of the comments, um, they are being underused on this show. Um, it, please, everyone who's watching, just go into the comments right now and say hi. If you're on the app, and you're not sure how to use the comments, like someone said to me the other day, the way that you do it is you go into here. This is your video. You scroll right down past all the other videos, and there's the comments. And you just type in H-I-Sen. Good advice, mate. That's how you work the comments. Uh, and it's the same on the computer, but you don't have to swipe down past all the other videos. Anyway, thank you so much for watching. Smash that subscribe button because this is the best real estate YouTube video series in the universe. And you're missing out if you're not subscribing. Thank you so much. And I'll see you in episode 20. Well, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, as I said at the top of the show, I've got a lot of love for the podcast. It's how I learn. Uh, so really pumped to see what's on the way. Uh, if you are too, it'd be fantastic if you could uh, tap that subscribe button uh, and have me in your ears on the way to work or on the way home from work or taking your dog out for a walk, however you do it. And don't forget to pass it along.